Hello, everybody. Welcome to How to Speak Maintenance. If you're new to our conversations monthly, we like to discuss how maintenance and office teams collaborate together and partner with each other in hopes of finding ways to improve the industry. And if you're interested in listening to our conversations, you can find them anywhere you listen to your podcasts. It's under How to Speak Maintenance. So today we have a couple special guests with us that I would like to introduce. With us, we have Andrea Bourjon. She uh, works for Berkshire Residential. She has 14 years in the industry and is a property manager in San Antonio. So hello, Andrea. How are you? Doing good. Thank you. Good. You want to tell the, the listeners a little bit about yourself? Sure. So I have been in the industry for about 14 years, done everything from Class C properties um, to affordable tax credit renovations, lease-ups, and luxury A-plus communities. So I've done it all. You have, definitely. And then uh, I also have Jesus Zapata. He's a, a Texas Regional Maintenance Manager with Camden Property Trust. Uh, he has 28 years of experience and and is a, is a wealth of knowledge. So uh, Jesus, you want to tell everybody about yourself? Yeah, definitely. Hi, everybody. So my name is again, Jesus Cepeda. Um, I started in the industry 28 years ago, uh, same as Sandra, you know, from the ground up, uh, being a groundskeeper and I've been in every position that, uh, that is uh, in the apartment industry. And I'm currently working with Camden Property Trust um, uh, under the TX Rock Texas market. So yes, thank you so much. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. And with us, as always, is Becca Ramadi from TAAEF. Hi, Jason. Hi, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Thanks. Well, today, I want to start off with talking about how busy we are at our properties. Everybody's busy. We're running around. There's the labor shortage. You know, Andrea, talk to us about your job as a community manager and how busy you are from day to day. I think um, busy is an understatement. We are extremely overwhelmed. Um, I start my my day off with an admin hour. So I come in an hour before the office opens. Um, and because as soon as the business opens, I mean, we are bombarded with calls. We have currently an issue where my package system is down. So dealing with carriers and package deliveries, um, just prospects wanting to inquire about a community um, it is extremely busy. And then on top of that, with everything and rise of COVID right now, we're short staffed one, but then two, everything is virtual calls like we're doing now. So you are bombarded with those Zoom calls as well. well it's definitely a, with up between packages and 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 working with the, your team, it's 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 a lot. So yeah. and, and hey Zeus on the maintenance side, you know, tell us about your your day-to-day business. Yeah, so you know, as well. Um... As the week begins, we, we start noticing how our agendas continue to get filled up, right? So uh, it's super important that we learn how to multitask, but some of the times uh, it gets so overwhelmed that, uh, that we just are not capable of uh, completing all the tasks that we have on the agenda. And uh, we start putting projects in the back burner, you know, because we won't normally prioritize a lot of the work that we have in the communities, which is um, turning units, uh, completing the service request. And we start putting the, the, some of the most important projects that we have on the back burner, which is like priority maintenance and special projects that we have in the communities. And, uh, and it becomes a cycle. The thing is, how do we break that cycle? And that's what um, I think we're here for to talk the importance about walking your community and learning all these uh, new ways of seeing the approach that you have for the communities. With 
um, team members out with either COVID or just illness or vacation. It seems yeah. like everyone, especially on site, but everyone is busier than ever. Yeah. And, and you guys both brought up a good point of walking your community. Uh, if you're new to the industry, walking your community just refers to taking the time to just walking around, keeping your eyes open, keeping your head on a swivel, trying to see what what the curb appeal looks like at your property or what's going on with my landscaping or what's my building. Are there issues with my building that I need to address? So, uh, you know, it, let's talk about that. Why is walking your community important to you and and who who's involved? Um, I think for myself, being the property manager, it's very important that you walk your community, get your eyes on there, because one, that is the image of what you are setting the tone for. Um, if your property is not clean, I mean, that's letting the residents know that you don't care. And I feel like it's very important for you to ensure the image that your property is given aligns with how you want to be represented, how you want the rep- the company and the um, property to be viewed and perceived. So it's very important to get eyes out there, um, whether that's your curb appeal, um, and that involves all maintenance, on-site team, leasing agents, everyone has their part. That's great. I'm, I'm glad to hear it's the entire team, not just maintenance or uh, a maintenance supervisor. So Jesus, what, tell us about why it's important to you. Yeah, um, I love the, the what Becca mentioned at the end. Uh, I mean, Andrea mentioned at the end is uh, uh, the importance about um, everybody. Walking with your manager is super important uh, to walk the community, to learn each other together what the vision is for the community, uh, what the priorities are in the community, what projects will have more impact for the resident and the curb appeal of the community. So having those um, those walks. Uh, every day or weekly or however often the, the time allows is super important. Yeah, definitely. Yesterday, Andrea, we were talking about lease-ups and the importance of getting out of the office and, and walking with your maintenance team and, and how it helps prioritize um, both the maintenance team and the office team together, right? Yeah, no, lease-ups are definitely important. Um, I think especially because that is you building your brand you want to make sure again that how you're being perceived and what your image is with your grounds and everything. It's just really important. Um, and I think speaking maintenance is important to understand for our maintenance team to know, okay, well, if we have a resident that maybe has a concern, drill in a little bit more to their concern to say, okay, we need to pull the guys now to get that address, or let's finish maybe working on this project. It's just prioritizing. So it's very important. Um, especially on a lease up to know what task needs to be addressed first. Oh, definitely. It can kill productivity if, yes. if we don't, if the office team doesn't understand what the maintenance team is, is prioritizing what they're working on and vice versa. The maintenance team need to, to know what the leasing team is, is uh, running into on a daily, daily basis. So uh, it's, it's good to walk together and spend that time. So, Let's talk about the actual act of doing the walk and, and walking around the community. What, what are you looking for and what should you do? What do you think, Andrea? Um, I think if you are out there on a daily basis, for example, I still do tours. So if I'm out there on a tour, I'm looking for trash that maybe needs to be picked up. I'm just trying to see if there's anything that is out of place. If there's something that may be more urgent, um, life-threatening, things of that nature. Um, now, if I'm doing a weekly walk, that is the more thorough, go in there, look at breezeways, lights, things of that nature. Um, but I think overall, the 
it's just your curb appeal and the image again is what it comes back to. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, Jesus, what are your thoughts? Yeah. Um, I think um, bringing your team as well, you know, if you have the opportunity to bring on board your maintenance team as well, every time you have a work with the community manager and stuff, it will help the team understand what the vision is. And probably they will help you strategize um, how to tackle those uh, projects in the communities. And one of the things that um, I love about a quote that um, another uh, team member says in one of those um, uh, podcasts, Mark Hurley, I think it is, is the, the listening, the superpower about listening. And if you're working with your community manager and you develop that superpower that, like you mentioned, and listening to your community and your surroundings, it actually will tell you so many things, you know. I know when we walk and we hear a noise that is not normal, we can address it right there and go and see what the issue is. So um, having that vision and having everybody in the team learning those skills, it's super important. I really, I really like what you brought up is about involving the entire maintenance team. So don't make it just a maintenance supervisor, community manager task. And Andrea, you brought that up as well. You know, involve your maintenance techs. I mean, I remember when I was a maintenance tech, and sometimes I would have my uh, my blinders on. I had 10 service requests that needed to get completed. So I was I focused, right? Get the parts, walk to the apartment, take care of the work, move on to the next one. But if I start to learn about the community manager and what their vision is for the property, and I, I start to see the, the overall picture of the entire community, then I can actually help in that process and make sure that I'm going and, and walking and taking care of those issues. So Say on our first episode, the quote that Jesus mentioned from Mark Hurley, former past president of TAA, was about having that being your superpower. But it can be everyone on staff, everyone on the team. When you walk to your car at night, um, you know, keep your eyes open, listen for things like Jesus said, be aware of the smells and the, you know, things that are in the wrong place. So I thought that was such a great quote, and I was glad Hastings brought it up, and we were talking about that in the context of a unit. So keep your eyes open for um, overgrown debris or things like that on the unit as well. Okay. I think involving your team also creates a chain reaction for everyone to understand the expectation and the image. So it comes to a point where you're not even really having to make it a point to do walks. It, it just comes naturally. They see something that needs to be addressed and they're going to get it addressed because they understand the expectation. Agreed. So now we've talked about, you know, it, we're super busy. We have a lot of stuff we're working on and pulling us in different directions. We, we want to get on a property. We have the best intentions but we may not be able to always say, you know what, right now is a great time. So earmarking on your calendar and saying, this is the day that we're going to do it. Andrea, you were talking about doing it on a weekly basis. And I think yesterday we discussed uh, tools to track what you found. So maybe you could talk a little bit about that to the group. I think it's definitely important that regardless of how busy your day or your week is, you have to make it a point to get out and take a look at your property Um, And utilizing tools like, for example, here at Berkshire, we use the Punchlist app, which is free to download on your mobile app. And what's cool about that is you can take photos. So not only are you making a punch list and taking notes, but you can take photos. And that way, there's a clear understanding of what item needs to be addressed. Um, Another thing that I like about that is I had mentioned when I'm out there, if I see a very nicely decorated or clean patio, I snap that photo too, because we're not just out there walking our community. 
looking at the bad things. We also want to highlight if there's a resident that has done an amazing job, you know, decorating, if it's a seasonal thing, whatever the situation, but it also helps with highlighting a resident of the month, a pet of the month. Um, so there are some definitely some cons, and I'm sorry, pros of, of walking your community as well. Yeah, Jesus, what are your thoughts? Yeah, no, I agree with Andrea. You know, a weekly basis at least uh, is a, is a good, um, I think, a good um, ballpark that you will achievable. You know, for the teams, and uh, I love the the fact that uh, using technology to keep you organized on the projects that you have in the community is super important. You know, like uh, for us, we use OneNote, Site, Audit Pro. Uh, those are two great um, um, apps that you can utilize when you work your communities to keep you organized. That allows you to take pictures from before and after. Because I think it's, um, it's super important to celebrate with your team as well, the achievements that we have had through the week to continue encourage them for like the next projects we have. So like, hey guys, together as a team, this week, this is what we achieve. This is what we complete, right? And uh, this is what we have pending and it keeps you organized. So I love using technology for those, um, for those type of projects. No, yeah. if, you, if you don't write it down, it might not get done. And you can't track it and we can't figure out deadlines as well. So it's important to whether you're using an app or using OneNote or a, just a, an email, just some way of tracking what you found is it's important. Right. Jason, I really love what Jesus said about celebrating the accomplishments mm -hmm. of your team because so much of the time we're focused on the negatives, the things that have to get fixed. So taking that opportunity to celebrate what's been done that can be so motivating for the teams individuals. so yeah. that's a great um sort of unintended positive of of the walkthrough that can be so great that i think that's a great point Jesus. oh yeah, yeah celebrating the small wins goes a long way yes and as a leader if you're always pointing out the negative you you you're gonna you're going to kind of burn your team out as well. Right? right. I mean, if I was part of a team and, and, and I, I did 90% of the things, right. And I missed 10%. That was the, that was what your focus was as my manager. Then yeah, I might get a little discouraged. And instead of you helping me find a way to, to take care of it and celebrate the good stuff. So Andrea, you were talking about courtesy officers as well and how you use uh, courtesy officers. Yes. To so our courtesy officer does a nightly light check. And um, so that eliminates our team having to focus on a certain thing um, daily. And um, so he will do our night check, our light check nightly for us. That's great. And you're using your vendors, you're using your entire team, leasing Utilize all your tools. Yeah. Right. And then I think we discussed larger communities. Sometimes you could be looking at a larger asset that has you know, acreage effort after acreage. And, and you might think it's going to take me forever to walk this entire property front and back of the buildings and open up storage rooms. So breaking up the community into sections, okay. right? I actually have a prime example of that here at our community, we are 504 units. So we have five onsite um, office team members and then five maintenance. And so we do break it out into sections where every team, a maintenance in an office, is responsible for their own area. They go out, they conduct their walks. Um, and it's it's just, it gives each of us pride in what we're doing to ensure. And it's fun to be competitive too, to say like we have the best section. So make it fun as well. It's not just a task that you dread to say, oh, we got to get out and, and walk our property. It's actually fun to compete and say, 
ours looks better or, you know, whatever the situation. So make it fun as well. But as the purpose of this conversation is increasing the relationships between maintenance and, and office, I'm thrilled to hear that you have them paired up in that way so that there's more communication and more opportunity to get to know each other. That's fantastic. Yes. And another thing that we do is we will do a walk in their shoes day. So the office team will go out and take care of some work orders just to see what our maintenance team deals with on a daily basis. And so that we can better understand and appreciate their work. That's great. That's great. I mean, it's all trying to get out of the silos out of the, this is my task. This is my job responsibility. And, and right. as a team overall, how can we be able to better serve our residents and make it so people want to live at property Berkshire, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, the relationship between the manager and the maintenance team, we've, we've hit on a hit on that a little bit. Um, you know, Andrea, maybe talk to us a little bit about what you do to uh, to maintain that relationship between maintenance and, and sure. office? Um, I think as a property manager, it is imperative that you ensure you have that relationship with your maintenance supervisor. Ultimately, I think that is the most important to ensure that your team is successful. What I do is every morning that I come in, him and I, you know, we, we get together, we discuss what we have going on. This is what maybe we need to tackle today. If there were any reviews that came in, I like to start off with that. So that way he has a positive mindset and then he'll get in and get with his team. Um, We do make it a point where weekly we're having an entire team meeting um, with office and maintenance. I think it's just crucial that we are all on the same page, but essentially the property manager and maintenance supervisor. That's great. Hey, Zeus, what are your thoughts? What, What do you do? Or what did you do when you were on site as a supervisor to maintain that relationship? Yeah, definitely. So one of the things that I like to to do, you know, I would like to build that camaraderie between the, the team members, you know, like having breakfast together, talking talking about what work is about. And so many times, uh, not necessarily only about work, but like ask personal questions to your team members to get to know them in a personal level. You know, how, how was your week? Uh, etc but one of the things too is like i love what andrea mentioned is after that at least in a weekly basis or like a, the whole team together should get together and uh, and have a meeting about what 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 is it about you know to build that relationship between office and and maintenance it is super important morale is a big success on the teams um so if if the morale is down yeah it's, it's more than likely that it's going to reflect on the on the performance of the of the team you know so Super important to keep that um, always going. No, I, I always say that the teams that eat together uh, often stay together. You're, you're spending yeah. eight, nine hours at a, at a property or a community and you know, with a certain team. And if you, if you don't trust them and you don't, uh, you don't have each other's backs, then it's not going to work out. And you're going to have a lot of turnover. And right now with the labor shortage, it's, uh, it, it's important to be able to figure out a way to connect with all your people. So yes, definitely take care of your team. Yes. Yes. Agreed. Well, Becca, do you, uh, you have any closing thoughts on that topic? No, I think this is great. The relationship between the property manager and maintenance manager manager. I'm so glad we touched on that because really um, that has to be organic and sort of 
genuine. And I think it, from what you both have said, it makes a real difference and is really key to this. Um, but this is a great conversation and really um, impactful, I think. It's important to realize those small moments, those small wins, those small opportunities to connect. But in the end, you're doing it so that your residents have a good experience. And also, you know, Jason, you just said this, we're at work for so long, you want to have a good experience as well. And if you enjoy the people that you work with, that sure helps. Mm -hmm. Definitely. So for all those new managers or new maintenance employees out there listening to this conversation, I challenge you to go out on the property, make it fun really dig into your community, walk on the backside of the community as well. Look at the backside of the buildings, open up your rooms. I'm a, I'm a big fan of opening doors, pushing buttons, making things work. See if, uh, see if pumps are operational and, and make sure uh, emergency phones are, are working. And then that way you can make sure that in the event of an emergency, a true emergency, that everything will be functional. So great. Well, thanks again, Jesus and Andrea for your time. It was thank really you. good to hear your stories and and to be able to share it with everybody else. So thank you once again. And thanks thank again you for having us on. Thank you. Thanks, everybody.